The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O oh, come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 142 and 143, beginning on page 518. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, yea, even unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaints before him, and showed him of my trouble. When my spirit was in heaviness, thou knewest my path, and in the way wherein I walked, have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked also upon my right hand, and saw there was no man that would know me. I had no place to flee unto, and no man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord, and said, Thou art my hope, and my portion in the land of the living. Consider my complaint, for I am brought very low. O deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may give thanks unto thy name. Which thing, if thou wilt grant me, then shall the righteous resort unto my company. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and consider my desire. Hearken unto me for thy truth and righteousness' sake. And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul. He hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath laid me in the darkness, as the men that have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit vexed within me, and my heart within me is desolate. Yet do I remember the time past. I muse upon all thy works. Yea, I exercise myself in the works of thy hands. I stress forth my hands unto thee. My soul gaspeth unto thee as a thirsty land. Hear me, O Lord, and that soon, for my spirit waxeth faint. Hide not thy face from me, 
lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. O let me hear thy loving kindness betimes in the morning, for in thee is my trust. Show thou me the way that I should walk in, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies, for I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do the thing that pleases thee, for thou art my God. Let thy loving spirit lead me forth into the land of righteousness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, and for thy righteousness' sake bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy goodness slay mine enemies, and destroy all them that vex my soul, for I am thy servant. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixteenth chapter of the book of Judges. Now Samson went to Gaza, and saw a harlot there, and went into her. When the Gazites were told, Samson has come here, they surrounded the place and lay in wait for him all night at the gate of the city. They were quiet all night, saying, In the morning, when it is daylight, we will kill him. And Samson lay low till midnight. Then he arose at midnight, took hold of the doors of the gate of the city and the two gateposts, pulled them up, bar and all, put them on his shoulders, and carried them to the top of the hill that faces Hebron. Afterward it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him, and find out where his great strength lies, and by what means we may overpower him that we may bind him to afflict him, and every one of us will give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies, and with what you may be bound to afflict you. Afflict you. And Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak, and be like any other man. So the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now men were lying in wait, staying with her in the room, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he broke the bowstrings as a strand of yarn breaks when it touches fire, so the secret of his strength was not known. Then Delilah said to Samson, Look, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now please tell me what you may be bound with. So he said to her, If they bind me securely with new ropes that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Therefore Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them, and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson and men were lying in wait, staying in the room. But he broke them off his arms like a thread. Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me what you may be bound with. And he said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head 
into the web of the loom. So she wove it tightly with the batten of the loom and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled out the batten and the web from the loom. Then she said to him, How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and have not told me where your great strength lies. And it came to pass when she pestered him daily with her words and pressed him, so that his soul was vexed to death, that he told her all his heart, and said to her, No razor has ever come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak, and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up once more, for he has told me all his heart. So the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hand. Then she lulled him to sleep on her knees and called for a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Then the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. They bound him with bronze fetters and he became a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaven. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon their god, and to rejoice. And they said, Our god has delivered into our hands Samson, our enemy. When the people saw him, they praised their god, for they said, Our god has delivered unto our hands our enemy the destroyer of our land, and the one who multiplied our dead. So it happened when their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Samson, that he may perform for us. So they called for Samson from the prison, and he performed for them, and they stationed him between the pillars. Then Samson said to the lad who held him by the hand, let me feel the pillars which support the temple, so that I can lean on them. Now the temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there, about three thousand men and women on the roof, watching while Samson performed. Then Samson called to the Lord, saying, O Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray, just this once, O God that I may be with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars which supported the temple, and he braced himself against them, one on his right and the other on his left. Then Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might, and the temple fell on the lords and all the people who were in it. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than he had killed in his all his life. 
And his brothers and all his father's household came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Esdaal in the tomb of his father Manoah. He had judged Israel twenty years. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the ninth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And it happened, as he was alone praying, that his disciples joined him, and he asked them, saying, Who do the crowds say that I am? So they answered and said, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah, and others say that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said, The Christ of God. And he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things, and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and be raised on the third day. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory, and in his Father's, and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, 
all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean the hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We have today the conclusion of the, the Samson story, and, and Samson is another one of these sort of flawed heroes in Judges who has great strength and also great weakness and who conquers by his strength and is eventually conquered by, by his weakness. Um, I always read the Samson story. There's certain stories that are just, oh no, here we go again. You you you, you see it coming in our in our lectionary, and you just like don't you know, don't do it. But 
but he he um he kind of represents you know the, the this human tendency you know he, he loves this woman and he can't say no to her and eventually he's overcome by her by his need to be you know connected to her and he reveals a secret to her there's something about that a lesson in that about our own you know we talk actually a lot in some of our classes about community and intimacy and getting to know each other but genuine intimacy and community is something that you you develop through trust over a long period of time and we get you know we we should share the deepest parts of ourselves with people who are trustworthy to take good care of those and not use those uh, against us sometimes people who who operate a little bit more naively you know i think samson in this case betrays his secret to someone who's going to use it to undermine him and that's how people get in trouble when there's not a boundary so in other words in order to be close with people emotionally and be willing to do that and 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 have that mutuality of of sharing there must also be the boundary they realize no not here this is not a safe place to do it we can't be close with you know in the wrong places you know we we talk about how we can be close to people. Probably have kind of concentric circles of intimacy in our life, where there's people at the core we can really trust with everything. A larger circle we can trust with a little bit more, and then some people that's you know it, 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 there has to be a little bit more of a guard because not everybody desires our good and will use uh, the the deep knowledge of us for our good. And Samson is an, is an example of someone who who. Um, gives too much information to someone to whom it is not, who will not does not use it well and so he is he conquers by his strength he's overcome by his strength and moving into the new testament lesson from saint luke um, where jesus um, both prophesies the cross and then utter you know this the statement that whoever will save his life will lose it whatever loses his life for my sake will, will find it and I think this corresponds to the idea sometimes, you know, in Samson, he wanted this woman and wasn't willing to say no to her because he wanted this thing in time. And that caused him to lose his life in a, in a physical way. But it represents for us this tendency to want things in the world and, and to pursue them and th that, that might provide some temporary thing we want, but to the detriment of our long term good. And so we have to learn to say no to, to the things that aren't of, of God. And that's really what sharing the cross is. And it's not um, just the idea that God wants us to suffer. It means that our fallen nature, our disordered desires are naturally drawn to things that we want. And when we give into that, we give into a short-term thing that gives us some benefit that in some way sacrifices the long-term good we could have. The new pattern of the cross is uh, following Jesus, to, we should say at the cross, to the resurrection. We're, we're really always talking about the resurrection, but the Good, good Friday is always the way there. We're learning that, that, okay, here's the thing I want, but I learned to say, no, this is, this is something that has a temporal attractiveness, but it's not my long-term good. So I say, no, uh, I, I lose my life in that sense. And I discover as I practice that, no, 
that the no to the world, uh, the world, the flesh, and the devil, the sources of temptation, the yes to God, as I move on in life, I actually gain my life. I, the things that are really deeply fulfilling begin to grow. My connections are better. The blessing of God resides on my life in a way that wouldn't have otherwise. I'm, I'm free from the guilt and the shame and the fear that comes from that kind of compromise. So it's, it's really, I think it's really a time horizon thing. The no to the temporal that draws us away from Christ, the yes to following him in the way of the cross, which yields a, a long-term fruit. Even in this world, it, it gives us peace and joy um, as we as we continue in that in that uh, path in that pathway, that's what we practice in the Christian life: the the no to the right things and the yes to the right things. In many ways, that's the 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 the, the essence of discipline: is the practicing of the no and the practicing of the yes in the right places and right moderation with the right boundaries, so that we might uh, uh, say no to the bad and yes to the good and and lose. Uh, the life that, that, that draws us away from Christ and save the life that is eternal. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we only be cc for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways and unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop. Bye, everybody. Have a great day. Bye, kiddos. Thank you, everyone.